0: us on After the Last Dance, a very special guest, a two-time NBA champion, a Hall of Famer, a guy that is the face of the sportsmanship award for the NBA, in case you didn't know that. I am, of course, talking about the man that helped invent the Jordan rules, a man that got all over Michael Jordan, if you watched those uh, Bad Boys Pistons back in the day, and of course, that is the legendary Joe Dumars. Mr. Dumars, welcome to Pushing Through. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate that introduction. It's real nice of
1: you. Well, Joe... So, uh... <laughs> you know it's great for you to come on the show and uh and i i mean this you are one of my favorite people of all time it was a joy playing against you it's a joy to know you and call you a true friend and joe i just want to thank you so much for coming on the show and uh being part of the discussion and i thought who better could answer all of the questions that we want to know (laughs) than joe dumars
2: yeah no likewise me. you know you know i i think it's widely known, You know, we we have a special relationship. Even though, uh, if you watch the show, you think, man, it the, <laughs> cannot be a and bull. And like, <laughs> <heaven>. <laughs> but we, yeah, we defy that, and so we've been uh, close for so so many years. So it's 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 uh, it's my honor to be here for for you guys on the show. So, yeah.
1: Well, before we get into all of the all of the other stuff, Joe, I, I just want to ask you if you could take us through when you came to Detroit, it Mm -hmm. was in 1985, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. And I remember when you came to Detroit, myself growing up in Detroit, kind of take us through drove that progression of when you came into the league, what was it like for a young kid coming Mm -hmm. out of Louisiana, coming to Detroit? And uh, what was your expectations when you got drafted by the Detroit Pistons?
2: Um, I get drafted by Detroit and I, um, have never been to Michigan before in my life. I've uh, I, I probably only been up north uh, anywhere in the country uh, maybe once in my life. Uh, I'm, I'm in Louisiana in, in school. I'm walking around with uh, sneakers with no socks on, short, you know, almost year round. Uh, and lo and behold, I'm going to Detroit, Michigan. Uh, that was my first thought: was Oh my God, what am I getting into here? Uh, when I get there. Um, Detroit has a really nice three guard rotation already in place, and I'm walking in thinking, why would they draft me? Like, you know, you got three good guards here. You got Isaiah, you got Benny Johnson, you got John Long, who was starting at the time. And so, uh, I walk in the door and I look around and I go, wow, they are only playing three guards. And so, first thought I have me was. Either I'm going to have to become one of those three guards, or they're going to have to play four guards. <laughs> well, you caught on quickly. Yeah, yeah, something's got to change. Here. Like, so so uh, that was my first thoughts It was, was like, okay, how am I going to get on the floor? Mm-hmm. Um, tough, hard-nosed team. NBA, I always say it was uh, it was great to be in the NBA when you came in, but it wasn't necessarily fun when you first got there to be in the NBA. Right. It was tough, rugged. It was uh, – it was a tough league, man, to come in break into back then. That was that the warm, touchy-feely welcome to the team. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> none of that. None of that, man. So you had to just kind of make your way. And um, if, if, if you weren't, forget physically strong, but if you weren't mentally strong, it was going to be tough to make it back then because it wasn't this whole welcoming, you know, hey, you're part of the family now. It was uh, sure that you belong here or you don't. And so that's that's kind of what I came into when I got to Detroit.
1: Yeah, in 1980, so you get into the starting lineup, what, like halfway during that year? You you start, because you, you were coming off the bench, and then- 20 games,
2: it, it didn't right. take 20 games.
1: Oh, it, 20. <laughs> yeah, So you 20. figured that out. Okay, yeah, well. It, 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 so you figured 20, 20 games, <laughs> and then they put you right in the starting lineup.
2: Yeah, actually, uh, I, I I had a, a Wally Pipp moment.
1: Mm-hmm. If
2: For those who understand Wally Pipp, John Long was starting. And uh, he, his wife was having a baby, and he took off two or three days to have to go be with his wife for the baby. And I went to the start of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I see. You- nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> so can't have that you back. <laughs> yeah. So I was just starting from that point on, and so that was probably in December. Sometimes, sometime, sometime mm-hmm. um, that that happened. I I can't really remember, but. Um, yeah, so, so that's how I
1: ended up going into the starting lineup. Wow. And then, Joe, mm-hmm. so, so you guys make to the playoffs that year, right? Yep. You, and if yep. I remember correctly, uh, you lose in the first round. Lose the first you, round to the Atlanta Hawks, five-game series. To the Atlanta uh, Hawks.
2: In the fifth game, Dominique and those guys. Um uh, remember those guys, B. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, we lost lost that 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 series, uh, 85-6. And, um, and then from there... You know, starting the next year, you know, we started going. We we got to the conference finals in Boston, and then that's when we started really rolling there.
1: but Joe, I want to talk about that eighty-six. The eighty-six Boston team is a team they always talk about. Mm-hmm. So you guys play them that year. What is the year, Joe? That you guys, I think Adrian Dantley and and uh, Benny mm-hmm. Johnson collide. What year yeah. was that? Was that eighty? Was that that year? Or no, it was the 86, 87.
2: I think it was the um either eighty six, eighty seven or eighty seven, eighty-eight. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I know Adrian was there for two years. Okay. And um so it had to be one of those years, I think. And so yeah, that was one of those years. I can't remember if it's eighty seven or eighty eight.
1: Eighty seven. And then so the first year and then what year was the year where Isaiah the the infamous passed yeah. ball, Larry steals it, and you guys had the game. And what year was that? Was that 80... Oh, so that
2: would have to have been um, 87.
1: So I think 87, we... Yeah,
2: 87, running together. Yeah, we got it three years ago. So 88, 89, 90. Yeah, so it had to be 87. That, that 87. Happened.
1: Okay, yeah. so Joe, walk us through and share with us what was the moment for you guys when you realized we can do this? Because you had an amazing run from like literally 86, 87 to yeah. 1990. Yeah, I think 87.
2: First year right. we got to the conference finals, uh, and we lost, and and I think we lost in um, seven games. We knew then after that seven-game series. Like, you know, really? like, right. you, you, you know before it happens. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you always know before it happens. So it was interesting because when I was listening to Mike the other day talk about, well, you guys talk about, it, like, 90, you felt like you knew, right? And so for us, 87 was the same thing. We, 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 we lose in game seven, but we know, like, mm-hmm. okay. We're there. We're on the door, and, and and we're about to go through this door. So, I would definitely say eighty-seven. Eighty-eight, we went to the finals. Eighty-nine, finals ninety-five.
1: Right. Well, there's a couple of things, Joe. I want to ask you before we get eighty-eight, eighty-nine, when you guys win your first championship.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There was a guard you and I always talk about,
2: mm-hmm.
1: the Sugar Man. I just want mm-hmm. to kind of get a little sidebar. <laughs> mm-hmm. How good was he, Joe? How I, I I've I've heard so many stories. And I always ask, can you Special. share with us how good was Michael Ray Richardson?
2: Special. So, so I, I think I told you the story before, B. I'm a rookie, 85, 86. I'm a rookie. My first time going through the NBA. We played New Jersey Nets. I, I'm watching him on the court. <laughs> and, and I'm playing against him, but I'm also sitting, when I'm sitting, I'm watching, and I'm just watching him when I'm not in the game. And uh, the game ends. I don't know if we were to lose or whatever. He was, he was so special.
0: <laughs> so after the game,
2: I go back to, uh, I go back to my, uh, my place in Detroit, because we, we played in Detroit. I go back to my place in Detroit after the game. I get on the phone and call all my boys in New Orleans. I said, I just saw the best basketball player in the world. Joe, this is the locker room stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said, I just saw the best basketball player in the world. They're like, "Who'd you guys play tonight?" I said, "New Jersey Nets." They said, "New Jersey Nets." Who <laughs> that? Like, man, Sugar Ray man, this dude is special, man. Like, he just didn't have any holes in his game, and so you know, most guys, you can attack something with him that was attacking nothing great passer great defender could shoot it just knew the game had a great feel, had some toughness right. could shoot I mean just there was nothing where you say I'm attacking this tonight cuz this is weak spot there's just no weak spots
1: I just had to have a little sidebar, cuz Joe <laughs> yeah. you you were one of the best now, yeah, there was yeah. another there was another guy here 23 mm. in Chicago mm. that was running around too, too. Mm. And Joe, in those times, you played at that position where all the scores were at. Yeah. And one of the things, Joe, I always admired about you was you were able to not only play with these scores, mm-hmm. you had the greatest footwork defensively, Joe, I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like you, mm-hmm. would, you would dodge in the screens, you were able to guard. But not mm-hmm. only were you able to guard these players, mm-hmm. you, know, you you abided by the George Gervin rule. This yeah. defense was your offense. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> and you excelled. And when these guards were coming at you, Joe, like I've seen Michael go at guards. Mm-hmm. So can you take me through your mentality of when you would play not only Michael,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but these guards at those positions? Because that was a unique time in the NBA. And you played and took on that challenge night after night after night.
2: Mm-hmm. So so most most... Most normal guards, I should say. Most normal, all-star, great players. Um, if you can get them off to a bad start, more than likely you're gonna have success against them that night. If you can, if you and, and when I say a bad start, B, you know what I'm saying? If 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 they go in at halftime and they're one for nine, two for ten, I'm okay because there was a time in the league where Guys didn't want to finish the games, you know, three for 18. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, no one wants so, – so I knew they weren't going to come out just firing bad shots. Mm-hmm. And so if I could get a guy off to a bad start, I feel like, okay, I can, I can ride this for the rest of the game because I got him two for nine right now, two for 10, two for 11, and, and he's right. struggling. And so with most guys, that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to jump on them early don't give him anything, and, and make it tough for him right away out of the gate. Uh, this teammate of yours, <laughs> <laughs> that did not apply. That did not apply. <laughs> I, I a- got rid of that rule. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Two for nine meant nothing. You know what I right, right, mean? Because right, right. he's the guy that can come back and go nine for nine. Yes. You know yes. what I yes. mean? So, so I, I knew that, I knew with him the mentality was, this is 48 minutes of just um, unmitigated just 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 focus on him and being consumed by him for those 48 minutes because you know you know this guy was so great man like like whatever normal things that applied to every other guard in the league did not apply to him
1: and, and Joe look you and I know we knew what each other were running, right? We knew your plays, we knew floppy up, floppy down, you Mm -hmm. know all the triangle offense, Joe. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Now we're here in 1990, right? We're here in Uh 89, Mm -hmm. 90 here, Joe. When did you see the change? Mm -hmm. Right? You guys were back-to-back champions. Mm -hmm. You guys were seasoned. And and, and let's be clear, Joe, you guys had a phenomenal, phenomenal team, right? Mm -hmm. You... Mm -hmm. You guys had, you know, a Hall of Fame coach. Mm -hmm. In that year, 1990, Joe, when did you see the change or the transformation from Jordan, this amazing individual player, to when did you see him really explode and really begin to have an understanding of the game? Because you had to guard him. Mm -hmm. You had to guard him one-on-one for the Mm -hmm. majority of the time. When did you see this transformation Mm-hmm. with Michael Jordan and the way he approached the game.
2: So, so, so I always say this. So, when, when before you guys started running the triangle, you know, as as, as, as you saw on the documentary, there's, you know, a lot of Michael 101. Yes. So, it was tough guarding him in those one-on-one situations, right. but I always knew where he was gonna be for 48 minutes. Doesn't mean it was easy, but I just kind of knew it's one-on-one with Mike. So That's what plays, I guess, right. Yeah, I just, it's just one-on-one with Mike. So I wasn't worried so much about the plays. It's just, it's just when that eight seconds come on the shot clock, it's gonna be a one-on-one ballot all night, right? So I'm just prepare for that. So in in a certain way, there was a, a, a sense of familiarity with that. So every time we played the Bulls, I knew what it was. Like, oh, Mike, <laughs> one-on-one. With. I mentioned this to you, I think, once before. The first year you guys started running the triangle, and the first time we walked out there, and, and you guys started running the triangle all night, B, we beat y'all. Yep. Yep. B, I went to the locker room. I was like, Z, I said, "We got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> we got a problem." He said, "What? Are you talking about?" I said. This, this offense, oh, man, what are you talking about the offense? I see. listen to me. Before I knew where he was going to be at all times, this offense that they're running right now, Zeke, I got people coming up behind me. I got flare screens. I got him cutting back. I see, Zeke, he's not just catching it and going one-on-one. I'm not saying that's easy, but, you know, I, I know right, what right, it is. Right. Yeah. This new offense is throwing so many things at me I don't know where people are coming from. We got, he, he was like, Oh, we good, we got okay, (laughs) (laughs) okay, so, so I knew, as soon as y'all started running the triangle, I just knew the first game, everything was going on, all this movement was going on, and and I didn't know, you know, it wasn't just him going one-on-one, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you and I talked about this one time, I told Mm -hmm. you, man, one time, man, he, flashed across the lane and came right back. I said, oh Lord, they
0: (laughs) got here, man, so.
1: You know, know, Joe, I I think I shared this with you. That was the first time, Joe, in my career that Mm -hmm. I saw a player improvise during the middle of a play. And that play, I, I know, I, I want to say a play, and I know you'll, you'll recognize it. So you knew what fist side meant, right? Man, I knew all y'all <laughs> plays. <laughs> your head, like the back and my- we were running fist side, and that's the play where he would flash and you would ride him in and everyone would bump. And yeah. he improvised in a play and came back, Joe. Oh my God. Oh. He, he Yeah. <laughs> he, he came back and that was the first time I saw someone improvise. Doing uh-huh. the half of a play, like you would improvise what? or break off a play, but yeah. he actually improvised doing the middle of the play without the ball.
2: I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I know. When I turned around and saw it and put it in, I was like, "Damn!" <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. No. No. It was. It was. It, it really was. Then I knew that it, you, you guys immediately became tougher to defend at that point when you right. guys went to. Um, into the triangle. you just became so much tougher to defend. And I think what it did was open up the game for everybody else. He was still gonna get his, but it just opened up the game for all of you guys. And that made, you know, instead of just focusing on one guy and stopping this guy, now it becomes all five guys were a threat at some point on the court. And that, and that, that was much tougher to, to defend.
1: And, and offensively, Joe, what were you trying to do? Because you always had great games. You never seemed to get rattled by the matchup you mm-hmm. always you were mm-hmm. aggressive you always came out attack mm-hmm. on the offensive end. what was your mentality of playing against him and 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 those matchups at that time
2: I, I I don't think that you can play Mike and just think I have to defend him for 48 minutes I mean that's a that's a losing proposition you know what I mean like you just I mean like I, I'm sorry that's just not it's not gonna happen he's too good he's too great you know, and so um, it was always about making him work on the defensive end as well. And, you know, as we did, uh, B, as you know, we set a lot of screens.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> Joe, okay, Joe, I got to ask you this one. Thing. <laughs> I've been wanting to ask you this. Yeah. So, Joe, you guys were the first team that I ever played against that set screens out of bounds on the baseline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was, that, was that by design, Joe, or was that yeah. just something yeah. that y'all – like picked up over the years. No, it happened accidentally once
2: and then we was like, "Oh, wow." Because what happened is the basket was they sticked <laughs> under there under the basket. Oh yeah, I know. I yeah, got it I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So 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 you know, the coach started saying to us like, "Look, when you guys coming under the basket to come off of these screens, like get right like get right out of bounds." Because it wasn't illegal, right? <laughs> and so it forced you guys to, to come out of bounds and oh. allow Lambier and Mahorn to, like, step out of bounds and just, like, you know, accidentally...
1: It was, it was an accident. I, yeah, I it was get accident. it. I, I, yeah. <laughs> that was an the accident. first time I, I, I never, I've ever seen anything like that. Yeah. Well, Joe, I, I have to ask you, mm-hmm. the last dance is upon us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't... Uh, <laughs> You know, we've seen it, but right. I have to come to the man himself. I have to come. <laughs> what is your thoughts? My about thoughts. The last
2: dance? I, my thoughts are. Um, I've enjoyed all four episodes. I, I really, I really have. I think they've been great. Um, I think this is this is Mike getting the chance to tell his story the way he wants to tell it, <laughs> right? <laughs> He's earned the right to tell his story. I've enjoyed it so so far. I like I look, I saw the part with the pistons and all this stuff. Okay, whatever. But I've enjoyed watching it. So if, if, if the basic question is what did I think so far, I've enjoyed it so far. Like, you know, you these getting particulars, whatever you want to ask me, you can, but
1: but I've enjoyed
2: it, you know. It's well fun to watch.
1: Well, one particular, there's mm-hmm. an incident mm-hmm. that everyone seems to want to know. Mm-hmm. In 1990, mm-hmm. you know, it's well, you know, everyone's talking about it. The Pistons walk off the floor, and mm-hmm. here we are, 30 years later. Joe, <laughs> <I know. laughs> uh, Joe, our favorite word is whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, our favorite word, right? Uh, <laughs> it's like whatever. Uh, you and I have yeah, yeah, we've yeah, seen yeah. a lot. Yeah. So, what do two guys 30 years later say about? <laughs> That moment in time. <laughs> look, it,
2: it, you know this, B, and and, 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 and for the young bucks on here with us right now, like, look, the NBA at that time was a, little, a whole lot different on and off the right. court than it is today. Yep. And these weren't manufactured rivalries. These were real rivalries. <laughs> I mean, like, throughout the entire cities, right? Yes. Like, Chicago, Detroit, like, Good. the whole thing, right? And so... Everybody got, like, really emotional into this. For me, I never, and, and I said this to someone recently, I never heard anybody on the bench say, okay, we're going to walk off. But I knew when we started walking, like, oh, okay, we're leaving. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go. No one had said there was some rule that I had to follow <laughs> that I wasn't going to stop and shake hands. So... <laughs> Of course, I stopped and shook Mike's hand, <laughs> right, right? Because I saw the previous three years—I mean, the complete rejection in his face of losing. And B, I told you before, every time you know we beat you guys, mm-hmm. or, or the times that we won those series, right, right, Mike always came to them. great battle, man, great battle. Good luck in the finals. Dude, I, Dude, there's no possible way you guys win and I'm going to turn and walk off at the point. That's just me. I'm not, like, look, I support my teammates. Love Isaiah, love Lamb, love all the fellas. But each man does what he want to do. Like, it's like you and how we've been close over the years. Like, irrespective of all the other noise that's going on, you have to be your own person. So for me, it wasn't a question of whether I was gonna shake hands or not. I wasn't caught up into anything like that. So I stopped, shook his hand and said, tough battle, and good luck in the finals. And boom, that was it and went on. But so you know, for me it was never I never got called into that. You know, as you know Pete, you and I kind of afraid, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, all <laughs> stuff going on. Wow sometimes we grab each other just hold each other there like, hey, got you. you got me right <laughs> Let's just stand right here and talk until this is over with <laughs> you know? make, it look, right, make yeah. it look good for the tape make it look good for the tape you know hey i got you so right. for me that walk off was the same thing like it really was it was the same thing for me like yeah i for me i'm like yeah this guys pissed off they're pissed off they're gonna walk out okay oh but you know that's the team i was on so yeah. I saw a lot of stuff, man. And so, you know, you ride with your team. And, you know, I still ride with those guys. But it wasn't gonna stop me from stopping and doing personally what I knew was right and what had happened, you know, in the reverse for the three previous years.
0: How hard is it, Joe, to watch the last answer? Not hard, but you see all the responses to people. And, you know, people were saying, well, the Pistons were bad sports. And then we know that you're the face of the sportsmanship trophy in the NBA. So, obviously, you're not bad sports. And we also know that you did shake Michael Jordan's hand. So, you, you don't get the full story. Is that hard to watch something like that? Or is it just one of those things where, like you said, it's 30 years later and who cares? Because you, you know the truth and it is what it is at this point. It's just a whatever right now. <laughs> How old were you in 1990? I was uh, not born yet, 19. Yeah, yeah. You see know what I'm talking about? This That's what I'm talking about, right? Now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm going to go to the bees, word my word, whatever. Yeah. But here's, here's the thing I cannot sit here. Mm-hmm. Now, now, think about what I'm saying here, guys. I can't sit here and whine about the reaction to what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. I played for the Bad Boy Pistons (laughs) Mm -hmm. and you know what you signed up for when you play with the Bad Boy Pistons. So you can't sit here and walk that walk Mm -hmm. and then be sensitive about criticism. Mm -hmm. It's the walk we walked. We got rings, Mm -hmm. we got trophies, we got banners, right? Mm I'm not gonna sit here and walk the walk with my teammates and then then cry about a reaction. Oh, okay, yeah, I get it, man. That's yeah, it's a tough reaction. <laughs> but we 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 were in it for we were in it to become world champions, to get rings, to hold those trophies, to have parades. That's what we were doing it for, and we got that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Now the reaction, no, 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 no crying about the reaction. So <laughs> you ask me how do I does it bother me? Oh god, no. Oh no, I, I, listen, don't, let me tell you what's bothering me. Me
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I have breakfast every Friday morning and we haven't had breakfast in two months now.
1: Yeah, that's, <laughs> what yeah that's, that's what bothers me, every, that's bothers uh, me. This is my oh. guy, every Friday, that's what we do. That's, that's what, what we do, that's
2: what we do, right? That's what we do. So, you know what I'm, saying, what I'm saying though, by not crying though, like, mm-hmm. that's you, you, you you can't be, you know, like if you in a movie and you the bad guy, then at the end of the movie you cry. No, 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 no. You're the bad guy in the movie. Yeah, of so, it's not crying. You know, roll the credits. No, no, no. No, I don't feel bad. Like it is what it is, but you know, I'm proud of what we did. I'm I'm proud of my teammates. I'm proud that we did what we said we were gonna do. Like all of that. I, I'm I'm really proud of that. And you know, I'm I'm gonna ride or die with those guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like those were my guy, those are the guys you're fighting with. I'm not gonna sit here now and like, oh man, this is horrible. No, 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 it's okay.
0: And that's sort of the beauty of the Bulls and the Pistons' rivalry because both teams had to get over the hump, right? They both had to climb to get to the peak. And that's right. why they were so similar, and that's why a rivalry is usually built off similarities. You can see the sure. Isaiah and sure. the MG, MJ together. You can see them wanting sure. to battle it out. You can see why you two guys are such great friends, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And the guards. Yeah. And, uh, you, like, Come it, on, it just makes sense. It yeah, just makes sense.
1: absolutely. Absolutely. I know. I know. Well, you know what, Joe? I don't want to take up more of your time. Oh, man. I miss, seeing my, I miss you, seeing you man. at breakfast. It's been too much. Yeah, This is my. no Jeez. one has known this all this time. So, Joe, it's out of okay. the bag. We've been all friends right. all this time. No okay, one has known man. it. All right. And uh, again, take I can't out. thank you enough, Joe, for coming on. It was a Absolutely. pleasure. It was an yep. honor and uh thank you again for coming on pushing through with the yeah podcast. yeah no it's and- my
2: pleasure man happy to be here you know with you guys anytime man it's fun for me i, I like i said i'm gonna enjoy this sunday <laughs> whatever, 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 whatever whatever whatever
1: hey, hey our favorite word whatever it, whatever it's wonderful entertainment so i'm gonna, I- <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right Joe all, D. all right guys okay. Thanks so much Joe. <laughs>